Hello, everybody. It's me again. One half of the exclusive podcast podcast. My name is Ryder, and I'm here as always. I am here with my friend, as always. Excuse me. Mims. Say hello, Mims. What's up, peoples? All right. And today, we don't have much for you. But we're going to get into the weekend ahead. It's kind of a sad weekend in football as far as college goes. I haven't really taken a huge look into the NFL slate, but... I mean, there are six teams with a bye week, so... <clears throat> yeah, that that was kind of what I was getting at. But maybe that they made room for, for some slobber knockers. Um, Hopefully. But now, no, looking at what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like they did. So, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go. I think and- Seahawks might be good. Well, Russell Wilson's out. Anyways, yeah. Continue, my bad. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, it's Geno Smith, though. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So from there, we'll go into a little bit of NBA, just a little bit, just a little bit, and then we'll uh, throw out throw out our t- exclusive tweets of the week, of course. And to wrap it all up, we got our exclusive five of the week, and this one is a doozy. Oh yeah, this one this. There's a lot of legit strategy going into this exclusive five. Oh yes, a whole lot of brainstorming. Went much, into this. Pre- much preparation, much more than the the previous ones, I'd say. The man hours that went into this were impeccable, so I hope y'all appreciate our the, uh, the blood, our sweat, and tears. I hope it doesn't go unnoticed. All right, so let's get into. Oh, actually, to start things off, as always, I always forget, but it should be implied by now if you've listened enough. Uh, we're going to talk about our teams and what what we have to say about them. We're, we just have to do that. And um, I'll let Mims go first. Mims, you want to talk to the people about your terrible teams? My terrible teams? Well, we're not terrible. We're just mediocre. Uh, <laughs> so LSU's playing Ole Miss this week. I think Ole Miss is going into this game without Matt Corral. At least that's what Kiffin's implied so far. So. If that's, Which his name was Matt Coral. Oh, it'd be so much funnier. And most people would think that's a good thing. But LSU fans remember who their backup quarterback is. Old John Reese Plumley, who ran for like 300 yards on us in 2019. So, God forbid he goes back into that mode. But hopefully that just doesn't happen. I see – I mean, I don't think we win this game personally. I think Ole Miss just – I think it'll be a good game. I think Ole Miss just wins, just being honest. They're hungry. Oh, yeah, I mean they're playing for more. I mean, in I mean, in fairness, LSU controls zone destiny in the SEC West. It literally has to run the table. But it's I mean, we're not gonna do that. But you know, if Coach O wants to stick it to LSU and make them look dumb, go win us an SEC title. Coach O's gonna win y'all a natty and then go to Florida. It's written in the stars. I'd take it. I'd be like, if you get us another natty, that's sick. Fail at Florida. Bring them down. This is an inside job. Literally. <laughs> this is all part of the plan. <laughs> Literally. We'll just eat them from the inside out. But, uh, yeah, speaking of uh, Coach O, anyways, the coaching search continues. Scott Woodward, from what I've seen, is just an absolute madman in a good way. He's going to take the biggest swings at the biggest coaches and basically make them say no. And the biggest example of that 
is that this motherfucker is trying to get Dabo Swinney to come to LSU. Now, it's not going to happen. Let's just be 100% honest. There's no reason Dabo Swinney should ever. If anything, Dabo has a sour taste in his mouth about LSU, right? I mean, right. But I mean, if we paid him, like, and that was his MO, then, like, yeah, sure. He clearly like, doesn't no- care about money. I mean, he's getting enough booster money. Under oh, the for sure. No, I, I'm yeah. I'm a firm believer. Like, I there's no reason. You're with me here. I know you're not no fool. Like, yeah, there's, like, no, I, yeah, there's, there's no there's no way he. The only place he go is Alabama. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Another pe- one people are talking about is Jimbo Fisher, just because of the comments he said earlier this week about how he loves Texas A&M, doing what uh, Matt Moscona quoted as a non-denial, which is basically saying like I didn't say anything about not taking the LSU job, but just mentioned how he loved Texas A&M, which is essentially what he did at Florida State. Now I think ten years, seventy-five million dollars is going to keep him in College Station, but so that really pushes me to the next few candidates, which everybody's buzzing about. Lane, you're stuck. You're stuck on James Franklin. Let's get it. Let's. let's I want James Franklin personally. A lot of people like Mel Tucker. I know that's a big thing. And it's been widely reported that um, the new president at LSU, who is an African-American man, wants to get the first man of color or thinks it'd be cool to have the first man of color as the head coach of LSU. So I'm not saying we should hire someone exclusively on race. Eric B. Enemy. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome. Uh, my person says thing, no. I mean, I, no one at LSU would say no. I promise you that. Uh, the big thing for, uh, you saw that dunk too. Yeah. I'm a few seconds ahead of you, but yeah, no, he took off. Well, um, yeah, but I just lost a train of thought. Uh, Bill O'Brien's out. That's just probably not going to happen. It's really just to me, James Franklin, Mel Tucker, or, uh, Billy Napier is a name that's coming up a lot. I don't really see that happening, but yeah. And the long shot of Joe Brady, everybody keeps throwing his name out there. I don't see it happening. I think it'd be awesome, but it's just not going to happen. What That's about what about old buddy at uh Kentucky? His name slips my mind. Mark Stoops. He's not leaving. Yeah, Mark Stoops. Oh, another name I forgot to mention. Uh, Dave Aranda, who was defense coordinator at LSU for I believe is it four seasons. I believe four seasons. Uh, under both Les Miles and Coach O, uh, current head coach at Baylor, doing a pretty good job there. Uh, that's another name that's getting thrown around. And at the end of the day, everybody. I mean. I don't have to explain. I think LSU biasly is a top five co- head coaching job in the country. And Baylor is just not on that scale. Even if you don't think LSU is a top five job and you think it's lower than that, Baylor is nowhere close. So I believe that bears some watching. But that's enough LSU talk. The Saints play the Seahawks this week. Uh, doesn't look like Michael Thomas is going to play. Didn't get activated off the PUP list. We activated Quan Alexander, uh, Marcus Davenport. And one other person I'm blanking right now. Will Lutz? Might have been. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I just don't have my notes in front of me right now. But playing the Seahawks this week, probably. I mean, I just think selfishly we're going to get a W because we're playing their backup quarterback. But fun fact of the day, it is the first time the Saints have been favored since Marshawn Lynch held his nuts crossing the goal line against the Seahawks. Wow. So. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Yeah. I was about to say, I read that today. I was like, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, I kind of just see us getting a dub here. I just don't – I don't see, see a Geno Smith beating us. But I could be wrong. 
but yeah, uh, pretty much wraps up how my team's fair for this weekend. Hope I think I don't know what the spread is for the Ole Miss LSU game, but if it's anywhere from ten points or under, I'd say we cover or ten to fourteen points we cover for sure. Don't know if we win though. <laughs> and the Saints, I would bet a touchdown win. You would bet a touchdown win, really? Just because, I mean, backup quarterback and our defense is really good. We're coming off a bye week. Like, I wouldn't touch that game. I, I, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with you though. I think I'll win that game. I don't know if it's by a touchdown, but we'll see. Monday night, that'll be fun. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll get into my teams here. Uh, the Red Sox are crumbling before our very eyes. And, you know, most uh, Boston Twitter, from what I've seen, just the fan base is pretty disappointed in how shit's going down. And they have every right to be because we did have a lot of glimmer of hope. I mean, it's not over yet. It's three to two. Like, if we win to, uh, on Friday, uh that definitely, I mean, it all comes down to one game, and that would be in Houston, and that's where we've won both of our, or yeah, both of our games. So I don't know, something to look out for. And actually, no, we did win one in Fenway, but beyond the point. Uh, anyways, I, I say all that to say, uh, I, I'm on the side of. We have already overexceeded expectations, making it as far as we have. And honestly, I was fine. Like, this might sound like I'm a fake fan, but, like, we really, like, look at the roster, man. Like, we, we really weren't supposed to go as far as we've come. And, um, yeah, I just think that we've overexceeded expectations already. And I'm, I'm proud of the team and – Really, all I wanted, I, I would have been fine if we lost after. I just I just wanted to beat the Yankees. This man is shipping it. He's, he's already admitting defeat. No, it's not even that. I'm just, like, getting it out of the way if we do lose. Because, like, we could, like, we're going to lose by the time we, if we do lose, we're going to lose by the time we even record another podcast. So, like, I got to get this out of the way, you know. like, <laughs> And things aren't looking good. So they're giving up 15 unanswered runs through two games. Yeah. And, and even if we win, <clears throat> like it will have been wrapped up by the time we record again also. So yeah. Uh, More to look forward to for the next yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, as far as the Patriots go, we play the Jets again. It's going to be a, uh, how the how they say uh, breath of fresh air. It's it's gonna be nice to play a measly old Jets team. What if it's Zach terrible, Wilson comes terrible out here and just starts chucking? If Zach starts- Wilson starts chucking on us, I will be sad and I'll be upset, and you guys will hear about it. And I don't know. Uh, it was a tough loss against the Cowboys, man. Like, I woke up on Monday. I just was not feeling good. Like, I was just like, fuck. Like, I was so certain we were going to win. Like, I, 
towards the end of that game, man, like I was so convinced. Like I just had a feeling waking up. Like I started Jacoby Myers on my fantasy team at the flex spot, bro. Like that should tell you. All <laughs> I, I had a feeling and we, we played a good game, but we just couldn't get it done. So uh, Patriots, Jets. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun watch. I'll be tuning in at one o'clock. Don't doubt that. That'll, that'll be, that'll be a good, um, the Celtics played the Knicks tonight, and let me tell you, it was it was a it was a classic. It was a great game. Uh, it was a double overtime. The Celtics did lose 134 to 138 in MSG. Spike Lee there and everything. Uh, Julius Randle, regular season monster. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have as good of a game as Jalen Brown, which is what I want to talk about here. Um, I don't want to overreact to Tatum's performance. Like, he played awful. Like, let's get that out of the way. He did not look good. And if that – like, I don't expect that to keep up at all. Like, he threw up 30 shots. Like, I'm I, that's the game plan, though. That's what people have to understand. But I mean, at the just same – fact- he shot 15 threes with how efficient he is getting to my the problem files. Yeah. I mean that. And then my, my other problem, I think shooting threes was the game plan. And those are the guy, like those might be our two best shooters. Like that start, you know what I'm saying? Like we got shooters off the bench, but. Well, that's what I'm, well, if that's your game plan is to shoot and they're shooting like that. Then you need to change the game. Exactly. I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I don't want to overreact. Um, oh, the first game as a head coach, new team, like, you know what I'm saying? Growing pains for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't, I didn't expect a, a massacre. I mean, it's week, it's game one, man. Um, one of 82. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it was a tough loss, but we played good, and Jalen Brown looked really good. Um, I like what I saw from my boy Robert Williams. Uh, I expect to see big things from him this season as his usage rate should shoot through the roof. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just – there's not much else to say about it. It kind of pains me to see fucking Evan Fournier and Kimball Walker – beat us like that but you know worse things have happened and we'll bounce back like it it was it was nice to see a different like game plan from the celtics than like what we're used to because like i don't know like our time splits last season just didn't make any sense like it, it it never felt like we had a solidified starting five at any point in the season and i feel like that's something you need especially if you're trying to be a serious contender, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, you need your five. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you can make changes, like, matchup-wise, like, depending Honestly, on – Honestly, you need your starting. six, if we're being real. <laughs> like, good teams have a great six, man, if you ask me. I mean, great teams usually have, like, three or four. Like, good yeah, we, obviously, yeah. but, like, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that uh, – we won't talk about South Carolina – uh i'm Do y'all still, even play this weekend i don't care um but to answer your question yes we do we go to uh college station y'all could win that game no we can't stop it they're not that good like we could beat them bro one point versus vanderbilt okay they beat colorado by three points who a&m 
Okay. Vanderbilt beat UConn by two points. And we can count to three, fellas. In case any of you listeners were wondering, we can we just prove we can count to three. Yeah, in case you were wondering. I know that was long been in question for many years now if we could count, but we just proved that theory wrong. Yeah. We can't indeed count. No worries. Rest uh, assured, your boys are mathematicians. All right. Well, do you want to jump into some college football, my man? Yeah, I already talked about LSU, Old Miss. Um, Oregon, UCLA would be a pretty solid game to look forward to. I got UCLA in an upset there, personally. <laughs> I wonder why. No, I'm just joking. I fuck with no. you about that. I know, I know, I know. I understand. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I get that. But, like, they yeah. actually – like, matchup-wise, this is a game that UCLA, I think, in my opinion, just has kind of just – I mean, I, it's hard to explain. It's just one of those, like, gut things. I know I just think, but – I hate to really I hate to rain on your parade, but it's not an upset because UCLA is favored by two points. Really? That's yes, crazy. sir. So, are you still riding UCLA there? I feel like the yeah, world is riding Oregon. Yeah, I feel like that's a great bet. I would say I would definitely still take UCLA there. Like, I think they're going to win that game. Chip uh, Southern Cal, Notre Dame might be fun to watch just because it's always just a fun game. I would probably – I mean, just duh, I would take Notre Dame there. They've been the better team all year. But that's just something to look forward to. There's just not really that many good games. I mean, Tennessee, Alabama, yeah, that might be fun for like a quarter. Uh Looking through here, seeing Utah, Oregon thinking. State, not bad. There are better games. Wisconsin, Purdue might be fun for like your Big Twelve. Like, what the? When is that? Is it three p.m.? I thought it was gonna be a noon game. It's like Purdue's. This Purdue. might actually be the sneaky game of the week. What? Wake Forest goes to Army. 6-0 Wake Forest versus 4-2 and two Army. Wake Forest. I would take it more three. seriously if it was a night game. That would be nice. I think that's going to be a really good game. That's a, that's a nice treat at noon for anybody. Was UCF Memphis be a fun game? Not really anything high profile. But, yeah, like no, I said, I'm looking at a- this slate, and I see Oklahoma, Kansas. It just makes me think of Baker Mayfield. I don't think it ever won't. I think that that should be talked about for a second. (laughs) What did he do at Kansas again? I forget. They, the coin flip, they went out. Yeah, they wouldn't shake his hands, and then proceeded to annihilate them as he was supposed to. (laughs) And Kansas, yeah, yeah, and. First, all I could think of was the flag planting thing. I was like, "Why the fuck would he plant the flag on Kansas?" I was pretty sure that's at Ohio State. No, no, he uh, he grabbed his nuts and that's right. Told told some guys, told some coaches some vulgar words. <laughs> he was just telling them they had a great game. Yeah, sportsmanship. Yeah, just grabbing his family jewels, the testicles. Like we all have these, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> We can rest assured on that at the end of the day. We might not be win the foosball game, but we all have nards. Anyways, that's enough uh, tool talk. Yeah, all right. You want to move on over to NFL? We'll give out our picks here. Another good game just now that I saw that – well, actually, two of these. Clemson-Pittsburgh might be worth watching. Pittsburgh actually favored 
pretty crazy. <laughs> Maryland and Minnesota and Maryland at Minnesota. Maryland three thirty games at Minnesota. Minnesota minus five. I think that'll be an interesting game. Like I said, there's a lot of like, it's a week slate, but there's a few evenly matched teams that I think will just give you some some entertainment if you're relaxing on this fine Saturday. You know, it really makes me sick that if South Carolina was even slightly competent at college football, this would be the one year we could catch Clemson lacking and finally say, oh, we beat y'all. Like, yeah, like just have bragging <laughs> rights again for like one, like one, just for just 365 good, days for good old times sake, man. Like just to get that breath of fresh air. And um, yeah, we can't. We're not competent, so that's likely out of the picture here. So, so. I was talking to some guy from work because he knew I was up in Columbia over the weekend. He was like, how was it after the win? I was like, oh, they were lit. And he was like, imagine if they beat a good team. And I was like, God forbid they beat Clemson. They'll burn the whole state down. Which makes me sick. We should have better standards than that. Makes no sense to me. Like, literally, with our facilities and whatnot, have you, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, anyways, you have a shitty athletic director, but that's we could go on for days about that. Yeah, I don't want to. (laughs) I really don't want to ever. Uh, Yeah. Let's talk about some professional pigskin, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Thursday, we have a battle of two orange teams, the Broncos and the Browns. BB, uh, BR for that. Uh, B-R-O, the bros. Oh, my God. God. The bros. It's the bro bowl. The bro bowl. This is is something to to be looked at. It's the bro bowl. Oh, this this game just got a whole new meaning. It's a damn shame Baker Mayfield's not playing. And let me let me put let me let me get the people's ear for a second. The Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games have all been pretty fucking electric so far. Oh, so this prime time is treated as well. This line is set at minus two, and that's because Baker's not even playing. I just remembered that. That just clicked in my head. So this Poor is Nick actually, Chubb. yeah, this is that's not good though. We won't talk about that. This or Kareem Hunt even Jesus Christ, I just yeah. realized that too. <laughs> all right, this is this game is going to be electric because the Broncos suck. They got and, good defense, real good defense. All right, well, we're, I'm here for the Thursday night game. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. Who is, who is the Bronco or the Browns backup? Doesn't matter. I can't. Teddy Bridgewater. Do. Teddy Bridgewater is the king of backups. So, all right, I'll say. I, no, I'm taking Cleveland. I, I need to. I, 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 I don't feel comfortable with that without knowing who they're, who they're starting. Browns. Let me just look up. I'm taking, I'm taking the Denver Broncos in the, the Pro Bowl. Oh, it's Case Keenum. Yeah, I'm still taking Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater get, literally started over Case Keenum in Minnesota. Yeah, give me Case Keenum and the Browns. All right, so you're taking Case. Ke- you taking the Browns? Yep. That's madness. I'm doing it. Because you forget the Browns also have a very good defense. Yeah, but the Broncos are used to playing with like 
a shit quarterback and everything else. The Browns aren't. They'll figure it out. All right, we got Washington at Green Bay. It's pretty boring. Green Bay. Green Not Bay, but I don't like the points. They've been terrible against the spread. Chiefs, Titans. That's a good one. Where Titans. is that game? Is that in Tennessee? Tennessee, or that... yeah. Ooh. Yeah, uh, the line set at five and a half in favor of Kansas City. I would definitely take Tennessee's points for show. Uh, Tennessee's coming off a big win against the Bills. It was a slobber knocker. Uh, it was a good game, though. Uh, it was 34 to 31. Um, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one because, I mean. I'm just going to keep rolling with Derrick Henry. I was about to say, like, the Chiefs' defense has been horrendous. And Derrick Henry just keeps running through people's faces with no regard for human life. I saw a stat today. Derrick Henry is first in rushing yards, and Derrick Henry, after contact, is second in rushing yards. And then Nick Chubb is third in total rushing yards. You know how insane that is? Um, kind of surprised to hear that Daniel Jones is in first. This is true. <laughs> I think I'm gonna take the Chiefs. The I think the Chiefs are angry. <laughs> I mean, they should be, but I don't. I don't care how angry you are if Derrick Henry's just wide turn stiff. I hate betting against my guy close. Andy Reid, man. <laughs> Andy Reid, that dude. <laughs> Aaron Gordon just annihilated Devin Booker on on a block. Sorry, but yeah, no, I definitely understand that. But I just, I, Derrick Henry has just been on a, such a run. Yeah, you're I'm not wrong. Gonna, I'm just gonna game. keep riding. I'm gonna keep riding the workhorse. I'll take, I'll take the Titans. All right, Dolphins, Falcons, Dolphins. Fuck are you, Dolphin? Fuck are you, Dolphin? If y'all don't get that, that's from South Park. So we're not being, we're not being. What's the, what's the, we're not being. Racist towards Asians. That's for a clip from a show. We were watching that earlier. But um, you said Dolphins and who? The Falcons? Yeah. Yeah, the Dolphins for sure. Falcons are awful. So are the Dolphins. Yeah, but, I mean, Matt Ryan just – I don't know. that The Falcons just look lost all the time. <laughs> just, I don't know. I don't think they even know what they're doing anymore. I'm, I'm taking the, the Dolphins there. All right, moving on. Jets, Patriots, Patriots. Moving yeah. on. Uh, Giants, Panthers in New Jersey. Give me the Panthers. I don't know what the points are, but I definitely like the Panthers to win that game. Three. I would take the Panthers points. Coming off two, two tough, pretty tough losses. No, three losses, isn't it? Yeah, they were three and out of the three and three. Yeah, no, they're coming off three straight losses. I definitely like them to get a good bounce back win against the Giants. Yeah, the Giants are like the worst team, one of the worst teams in football. I gotta take the Panthers there as well. Bengals, yeah. Ravens. What a great game that's gonna be. Ooh. Tell me, tell me why you think Joe Burrow is gonna win that game, you delusional bastard. Because <laughs> no one can stop Jamar Chase. 
That's why. <laughs> no one. They are missing their top two corners, and they have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Burrow. That's why. So you're taking the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the Ravens. You're probably a smart guy for that, but my heart of hearts tells me that the Bengals win that game. I wonder fucking why. Because Joe Burrow. I've never known. I, I I would never know you to be a man to bet against a guy named Joe Burrow. I would. I will never bet against Joe Burrow. Are you kidding me? In my life. Yeah, dude. I don't care if it's like in a hot dog eating contest. I will never bet against Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow for president. Mim says he's starting his campaign right here on this podcast. Joe Burrow for space emperor. Those are big words you're using there. Settle down. Let's get to president first, and then we can talk about Space Emperor later. All right. All right, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Ravens here, though. Uh, Lamar's been electric. Hollywood Brown. He's getting some, some MVP talk, is he not? Should be. Uh, he has been finding Hollywood Brown a lot, which you love to see. Breakout season for Hollywood Brown. 32 receptions, 486 yards, five touchdowns. He's had a few bad bad. drops throughout the year, but he's definitely taken big strides. He's known to drop balls, though. So, I mean, going into the season, definitely didn't see him putting up the numbers that he's been putting up. So, I mean, can't complain. So, he's on pace to have about 1,000 yards this year. So, good for him. Solid year. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not been doing that lately. Uh, but yeah, give me the Ravens. Like I said, at home too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Bengals stand a chance. Uh, Raiders, Eagles. Give me the Eagles. I I want to agree with you, but I, at the same time, a little part of me thinks that the Raiders are going to be an even better football team now that Gruden's gone. So I, I, with that gut instinct, I'm taking the Raiders. Just just also due to the fact that it's home and yeah home favorites kind of my thing but i definitely get your side of things and i could tell oh, you yeah. i mean just like how i always like to look at things like looking forward to week eight this is week seven right now so the eagles are two and four and the raiders are four and two it's much more likely the raiders are going into week eight three and four than it is the raiders going into week eight five and two that's just how I look at things. Sometimes when I have you mean sticky. four and four instead of five and two. Well, I was talking about the Eagles. Oh, you talking about the Eagles going three and four in, in oh, comparison to the Raiders yeah. being five and two? Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, but so I say you're a smart man for that. But I, like I like I said, I'm I'm taking the Raiders. Moving on, uh, Rams, Lions, <laughs> Rams. You know, I, I'm kind of surprised the spread isn't as high higher. It's not even the highest spread on the week. Maybe I, Matt Stafford has some fucking fifteen for the Lions. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I doubt it. <laughs> you wasted like, my career. Look what I'm doing now. <laughs> for for any of you Star Wars fans out there, he's gonna be Kylo Ren whenever he sees Luke Skywalker, just while they're raining those like laser beams at him. More. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to aim every gun we have at that man. That's what they're going to be like whenever they see the Lions. <laughs> oh, the my Lions, goodness. The Lions are bad. Um, so, I'm taking yeah. the 
Rams, obviously. I'm no fool. Uh, Taking the Rams points. <laughs> and then that leads us to the biggest spread of the week. And now looking at it, I kind of get it. It's the Cardinals undefeated versus the Davis Mills quarterback Texans in Arizona. Good gravy. Yes. Not, not a fun one. 17 and a half points. Give me Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're unstoppable. Uh, it looks like it. They're six and I'm not going to lie, though. Just a little, little part of me believes that they're still fraudulent. So I'm just saying they might be the Steelers of last season. Start off 10 and 0 and then just fucking fold. Like, but like they're beating good teams, though. Like, granted, like the Browns, Baker. Oh, I know. Hurt, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out on them. I'm just saying, come say playoff the Steelers, time, they could the Steelers were... one game. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're a good playoff team, but I think they're, we'll they see. know that they could win the West. This is their year to win the NFC West for sure. Yeah, could go in there with that buy. Most likely will the rate they're at right now. Plus they, plus, they know they have to keep a good pace with the Rams on their ass. For sure. All right. We got the, Bucks hosting the Bears, 12-and-a-half in favor of Tampa Bay. Obviously, the Bucks win the game, but I kind of like the Bears' points in that. Couldn't agree more, Mims. Like, I think the Bucks win the game comfortably, but I think just, like, the fact that it's so comfortable, the defense lets up and the Bears score like a garbage shot touchdown. Couldn't agree more. All right. Um... Niners, Colts. Give me the Niners. Yeah. I like the Colts points, though, a lot. What's the spread? Minus four. Mm, I don't know. It's going to be a close game. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. Yeah. All right. And then last but not least, we have this the Saints heading on over to Seattle. And the Saints are favored. Four and a half. Give me Seattle points. Saints win the game. Give me Saints points. Saints win the game. Duh. All right. You delusional psychopath. Alvin Kamara runs wild. All right. Fair enough. Jameis Winston throws for five touchdowns. Michael Thomas drops down from the rafters like Sting. All right. Catches three touchdowns. It'd be awesome. Well, you're... People have opinions. Yeah. Yeah. They do. That's my opinion. All right. You want to talk about some NBA memes? Tis the season. Some round ball? Round ball. The one, yes. Yes. Hardwood. Round ball. Indoors? Hoop? Net? Let's do it. Yes. Um, Sixers pretty, I mean... Let's not even talk about. It. Let's talk about. It. Let's go in order. So, what was it? Bucks Nets last night. Uh, the Nets showed, in my opinion, very little hustle. Like there are multiple times it looked like Nick Claxton was the one I really noticed it on, where he just did not get back on defense for a possession, and it resulted in a wide open three, and that just happened on multiple occasions. Um, James Harden didn't really play his best. I mean, six for sixteen, not a bad night, but with Kyrie Irving out, you expect him to pick up the volume shooting there. Yeah, um, I don't have much to say. Uh, I've been working, but I will be watching hoops when I can. I've just been a busy week for me. I miss this game. 
Um, I, say. I, mean, I did catch the uh, some of tonight's games, though, but I did look at the stats and just looking at those, um, just give Giannis another ring. <laughs> uh, they look great. I mean, they look fantastic. Now, one for four. I mean, he, he made a three. One for four, not 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 anything to talk about. But at the end know. of the day, you have to respect it, and then if you have to guard him on the perimeter, one for like four, that, that's a problem. Yeah, I might have said one for three. Um, he, he said uh, one for four. Okay, cool. Uh, he yeah. Um, he's shooting them though, and that's that's what I'm looking at. He shot the same amount of threes as Chris Middleton, and that's something to take note of. In the same amount of minutes played, so just saying, look out for Giannis. Cranking them bitches later on in the season. Uh, Durant with 32 and 11. Harden 20 points, eight boards, eight assists. Patty Mills had 21 points. He played a hell of a game. I can't lie. The guy, the commentator kept saying, Is he in an Australia? I just could not stop mentioning that Patty Mills was from Australia like over and over and over again. And it was getting real. Seven old, for real seven fast. from the three. Good oh Lord. no, he was he was spraying. No, like he was spraying. Like he was getting... Oh, and he his only misses for were from elsewhere. Okay. All right. Patty Mills. I, I see you. I don't even think Bruce Brown played last night, which is weird because Bruce Brown logged a lot of minutes for this team last season. So that's pretty I, I, yeah, I, odd. I, speaking on that point, I think it's important that we all take a step back and realize that this is game one and we don't need to take Everything. everything for face value yeah like but i mean settle down on the overreactions i've been i've been hearing lately like i understand there's definitely it. some tells there oh I mean, yeah no 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 there's definitely there's people to watch for and it's i mean it's just everybody's excited and i love it so fuck it's fucking basketball season man like come on oh yeah uh but yeah um it was a yeah let's talk about the let's talk the lakers game yeah let's do that like, Lakers versus Warriors. I think the Warriors pulled that one out. I fell asleep before that game ended. I was tired. Yeah, the Warriors pulled it out 121 to 114. I was watching part of that. I know they were up early. LeBron was looking pretty good to start. Steph Curry with a 20-point triple-double. Jordan Poole with 20 points. I heard he was de- – like, people were looking for him to have a really good breakout year. And Clay didn't even play last night. 20 points on 25 minutes. Yeah, I was say, that's really good. Draymond with his usual Draymond stat line, 8, 6, and 6. Um, let's see what the Lakers were looking like. LeBron, 34, 5, and 11 in 37 minutes. I don't have their shooting splits pulled up right here in this uh, screen. But – and AD with 33 and 11 in 39 minutes. Westbrook played pretty bad, to be honest. Eight points, four assists, five boards in 35 minutes. Let's give, I mean, Carmelo Anthony was more productive with nine less minutes than he was. Rondo – Three points, five assists. I mean, they're really just – it was the LeBron and AD show from what I'm seeing here. And it was really what it looked like when I was watching it. Um, not really much to say there. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said earlier about it being week one, like Russ will not continue to play like this. <laughs> well, pretty odd that uh, Jonathan Kaminga didn't play last night. Got the Warriors drafted seventh overall, but Moses Moody got some minutes. I don't know. Uh, 
the Lakers shot abhorrently bad from the free throw line, 47% compared to the Warriors, 83. And that'll do it, man. I mean, did we expect it? Anything different? <laughs> I mean, if you're an NBA team shooting less than 50 fucking percent from the free throw line, like that's unexcusable. I mean, that's that's what their problem lies. Like with, with like Son and Westbrook, right? That's what everybody was saying when. Oh, they can't shoot. They don't have any spacing. But at the end of the day, if you can't even like you can't even make your free throws, dog. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. Like both teams, like both teams shot 35 percent from three. Like the Lakers actually made more threes. I I don't buy it. I I truly don't buy into them winning the finals. Who the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see it happening, but like I, I, I don't. They're not my favorite. Like I don't expect them to win. I will just – I've been not betting against LeBron for, like, ha- over half my life now. I'm going to keep that tradition going. It's fair. I was about to say, ironically enough, the Warriors had more points in the paint. I don't know if that was in transition or not. Just thinking back, I'm going to have to go back and look at the tape at that. But really not how you'd expect the Warriors to pull out a win, given the circumstances. I'm just surprised they shot so bad from the free throw line. The Lakers did. That's crazy. I have to talk to Johnny about that one. I know he's going to be hot. <laughs> no, let's talk about LaMelo Ball, man. Oh, he went off tonight. He looked good. They came on a – or, excuse me, they had a huge comeback against the uh, Pacers. I think I saw at one point they were down, like, 84 to, like, I'm glad 61. you saw that. Yeah, I was going to bring that and, up. And then, like, seven minutes later, the score was, like, 86 to 84. Yeah, like it was insane, and it was all mellow, lamello. <laughs> um, that's quite a way to start your sophomore season, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, no, 31 points, nine boards, seven assists, and 29 minutes. One point dub. Miles Bridges pulling in or pouring in 13.8 boards, four assists. Yeah, I mean, no, he's damn good. PJ Washington played pretty good in select minutes, five points, five or three rebounds, or excuse me, three assists, five rebounds. If I can talk today, Ish Smith, not a not someone you'd really expect this. Wait, night hold up, from hold on, timeout. Lamelo did all of this in twenty nine minutes. You heard me correct. Okay, he has my attention. Oh yeah, Gordon Hayward pouring in twenty seven points in thirty five minutes. Oh, yeah, it's my attention. Oh, See yeah. what we thought Michael Carter Williams was. I mean, no one ever thought Michael Carter Williams was actually good. Six I'm a Sixers fan. fan. I'm a Sixers <laughs> fan, and I'm here to say that. Like, no, no one actually believed that. It was a fairy tale, a myth, a fabrication. Yes. Uh, the Hornets got out rebounded tonight. Shocker. I mean, <laughs> starting centers, fucking Mason Plumley, like no shit. They did not turn the ball over. I mean, eight turnovers as a team is pretty crazy. That's – I don't know if that's something to expect every night. I don't think – that's something you can maintain, just turn the ball over twice a quarter. But, I mean, that just shows LaMelo's <laughs> – he's doing a good job carrying that rock up the court and making sure it's going to the right guy and making plays. In half – like in 29 minutes. I would play him 35 minutes a game if I was their head coach, but – he did what he needed to do. Let's see what the some bonus with the monster game: thirty three points, fifteen boards, 
Brogdon with 28 points, and Chris Duarte, 27 points, five boards. The Rook, showing what he's made of. Uh, the Kings and Blazers just wrapped up, like literally just now. The Kings won. Harrison Barnes had 36 points. Excuse me? You heard me correctly. Harrison Barnes had 36 points on 37 minutes. 37 minutes. That boy had the hot hand. They said, don't take him out. <laughs> yeah. De'Aaron yeah. Fox, 27 points. Rashawn Holmes, 21 and 11. Okay. I see, yeah, I see you, Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox, 9 for 22. Not great. But 27 points is... I mean, you got to think about it. It's around like 45%. It's not great, but not awful. Not what you want from guy you want to take a leap in shooting numbers for sure but oh yeah but if Harrison Barnes is going to score 36 points then like (laughs) yeah definitely look to expect that on a night-to-night basis yeah that's Uh, what I say that's just his new thing um Damian Lilly had a pretty quiet I mean quiet night for him 20 points 11 assists so nothing too bad 34 piece for CJ that's cool that's cute uh, yeah, I mean, Utah got their got, or excuse me, Oklahoma City got their doors blown off by Utah. Shocker. Uh, yeah, Rudy, twenty-one rebounds. Okay. Hate that. Hate, God, that. hate that. Another defensive player of the year on the way. You. The Spurs making me eat my words. They heard me talking about how they were the worst team in the NBA. And then they said, no, no, we're here to beat the Magic 123 to 97. I mean, like I said, the Magic are pretty bad too. Yeah. I think it, I think it's funny though. That no, we, we were, were literally about those two. Just, yeah, and then, and then I didn't even know they played opening night. That's pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah, we have a winner. Yeah, my my prediction was correct. The uh, Magic, worst team in the NBA. Possibly the Thunder, but to be fair, they're trying to suck. Like Yeah, like I said, I almost don't count them. Yeah, the uh, Raptors also in contention here. I don't know if they're trying to suck, though. I'll, I'll concede they're I trying to suck trying if they trade suck. Siakam. If they trade Siakam, I'll concede that. Zach Levine at 34 points tonight. Yeah, no. That's a Normal. bonafide hooper. Yeah, he is. I wish he'd come to Boston. Bradley Beal, 23 points. John Morant, 37. Fuck yeah. Love to see that. Breakout player of the year candidate, like I said. He scored 44 in the opener last year, too. So maybe opening night's just his – he just gets hyped as shit. (laughs) I can see it. I can see it. Um, Sixers and Pelicans. Just jump into that. Andre Drummond, 17 boards in 19 minutes. Just insane. It's really crazy. Joel – or excuse me. Yeah, Joel, 22 points, six boards, five assists. I mean, you got to figure when Drummond's out there getting 17 and Tobias Harris has 12 as well and Maxi Tyrese Maxi is seven, that your rebounding numbers are going to take a little bit of a hit there. But played a good game in 26 minutes too, so. Getting him some rest, allowing Drummond to get in there and make, make some noise is nice. 
Uh, Seth Curry, 10 points in 28 minutes. I hope to see him improve on that a little bit more. Danny Green did absolute dick bub kiss in 19 minutes, had a triple zero. Uh, Toby with 20 and 12, like I mentioned earlier. And a guy I want to highlight here, or two actually, two big ones. Tyrese Maxey, as I mentioned earlier, 20 points, five assists, seven rebounds. That's our new starting point guard. Ben Simmons, you can stay at home. Uh, and Furkan Korkmaz, 22 points, five assists in 20 minutes. Another great shooter off the bench. And I'm really, really glad he's looking like he's going to take a big step there in the shooting department and just help us spread the floor out more. And our guy is on the NBA roster, Grant. Actually logged three minutes worth of game time tonight. Uh, Paul, Paul Reed. Reed. In three yeah. minutes, he had two points and one assist. <laughs> he's always putting numbers up no matter how much time he gave him. I was about to say, if you factor that out, he's responsible for four points and three minutes of on-court ball. So, that <laughs> play more Paul Reed. <laughs> Paul Reed. B-ball Paul. Y'all watch out. Um, how's Zion, dude? Oh, he didn't even play in that. That's right. Brandon Ingram, 25, 7, and 6. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 23 points. Devontae Graham, 18. Kyra Lewis Jr., a guy that I think is – a solid score. I don't know how his game translates to the NBA, but he had five points, five assists, four rebounds in 17 minutes. Pretty good for him. So I like him. So I was kind of just really more for <laughs> me to talk about. But yeah, no, that's pretty much all I have to say about that game is that I really didn't get to watch it because I was working tonight as well. But definitely going to have to go back and watch the highlights later all tonight. Right. Any more NBA you want to talk about? Um, you want to talk about this Suns Nuggets game a little bit? Jokic yeah. twenty seven and thirteen. My favorite 13 team 13. out the West, the Nuggets, beating the fraudulent Phoenix Suns. Now, I will say Phoenix was looking good there for a little bit, but I mean, when Jokic needed to turn it on, he turned it on. Uh. Much better performance than Joel Embiid, as I told. Um, my boy PJ Tucker out here getting real NBA minutes. You love to see it. Uh, looks Tucker's like he's been getting minutes. He just doesn't do anything with PJ Tucker. PJ Dozier. Oh. <laughs> I'm a fool. Not PJ Tucker. PJ Dozier. Um, yeah, PJ Dozier, former Gamecock. Shouts out to him. That's cool. Um, Michael Porter Jr., 34 minutes, six for 10, two for three at the three, six rebounds, five assists, and 15 points. Not bad. Not bad. We're this is the Michael Porter Jr. year, guys. This is the year where we finally get to see him hoop like unrestricted. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, he definitely is going to be. I think he's going to get the green light a whole lot more than we've seen him uh, in the past that. years. No also, Jamal yet. So this is somewhat, that. somewhat not breaking, but I just forgot to mention it earlier. Uh, Coastal Carolina went down earlier. Sorry to kind of break the flow there, but I forgot to mention this. Coastal goes down their first loss to App State, which fun fact, it's App State's first win against a ranked opponent since Michigan in 07. So love to see it. Yeah, but I, saying, I don't think Coastal lost one game last year, so that breaks like a 20-game win streak for them or something like that. App State just breaking hearts left and right. Love to see it. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, yeah, I think I think it does that for the round ball talk there. Okay. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, are there any games this weekend you you want to look at, or you want to just save that and we'll go into review for now? Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, we'll just save that. Oh, uh, I did want to ask you if you thought Paulo Casa would win to uh, this weekend. I believe, yeah, October twenty third. Did you see what he was bitching about earlier? No, I did not. He said he's 211 pounds right now, and he wants to fight at a catch weight of 196. Basically saying he's like, I can't make weight. Like, what? Like, dude, cut like cut the weight or fight at 205. Like, we get it. You're big. But, like, don't, don't put that on other fighters who are actual 185ers just to fight up for no reason because you don't want to cut the weight. Fuck Paulo Costa. But Marvin Vittori, the savage he is, agreed to it. So, we'll see how it goes. Uh, if it's at 196, I kind of like Costa. But if it was at 185, like how it's supposed to be, Vittori's a fucking savage, dude. I, I still might take Vittori in that 196 fight. Italia. Yeah. I can't bet against no Italian. Have you seen? It'll be yeah. a war for sure. All the movies. Yeah, no, no. It'll be a good fight. Fuck Paulo Costa, though. Wink oh, yeah. There. All right. Um... I think now it is time for the exclusive tweets of the week, Rams. All right. You want to start it off? Yes, I do. I'm glad you asked. Now, what I'm about to share with you all is quite possibly the hardest I've laughed at a video in some time. Now, where I found this video, I was just scrolling on the timeline, and I see a picture of (coughs) little Dirk, and he's holding a bunch of nice Louis Vuitton, which is initially why I clicked on the post, Louis Vuitton beanies, and they were all different kinds of colors. And I clicked on the tweet, and the first reply was this video and his girlfriend had given him these beanies okay so there's your context for this video and you don't need to you don't need to see anything you just all you need to do is listen and you'll get you'll get the idea so here is that video the audio and i'm just gonna play it through my mic so if it doesn't sound good my apologies but here here it is You'll get the gist. No, let, let me run that back at full full blast here. Hold on one second. I apologize. All right, here we go. Congratulations! Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, I lost it. I, I, I was in <laughs> tears. Like, Twitter gets me sometimes, but that, oh, man. That was, oh, cramping, bro. <laughs> I, I I have that saved in the camera roll. It, that is locked in my bag forever. I will use that whenever I have the opportunity. That shit was so funny. Yeah, that's definitely top tweet of the week. I, I'm gonna run it back one more time. Let's let, let, let me just. Congratulations! Oh, 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 A gem. You you don't you don't see tweets like that, but every so often, Mims. Once in a blue moon. Yes. 
I hope you all enjoyed that as as good as I did. Maybe it's just me, but who is who is the fine Twitter user that posted this? I honestly have no idea. Uh, I just saved the video, and I I've it's been on my mind ever since. I, uh, uh, yeah, I I mean it wasn't their video, so honestly, who tweeted it isn't important. But whoever did tweet it, you you have you have good sense of humor. You understood the assignment, son. Yes, because that shit was. Well, I mean. I, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, get, I had that. a good chuckle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my first opening tweet for the exclusive tweets of the week comes via at large soda, all lowercase. Kyle Lowry has a ring and a fat ass and a lot of you bitches can't relate. Now, let me tell you, I don't laugh at words that often, like reading the text. I almost fell out my fucking chair when I read this the first time, because if you know Kyle Lowry, he does have a peach on him and he do have a ring. That boy got and a, a dumb lot of these truck. Bitches, and a lot of these bitches really can't relate. Like, that shit's funny as fuck. There's no fat on that joke. To quote Bill Burr, there's zero fat. Nope. That zero. is a perfect, a perfect tweet. So thank you, Large Soda, for that splendid uh, poetry you put in the Twitter sphere. God yeah, bless. no, that, that was a good one, for sure. Keep up, And keep up the good work. <laughs> All right. For this next one kind of give you some background again so we got a screenshot and i'm gonna i'm gonna it's only fair to assume that it was the woman screenshotting this so in this conversation is being taken place there's a between a man and a woman and uh the man was sliding into the dms and yeah i'll take it away from there so the man asked quote you got a man? Question mark. No reply. Man, he got curved. He he got the gist, and he shoots back. <laughs> he shoots back this quote: "May Allah ignore you the way you have ignored me today." <laughs> I saw that. That shit made me. It's still making me laugh. Nah, oh, yeah, nah. That's wow. Like. Jeez. What, a, what a great dudes um, out here are relentless, bro. Like they don't give no are, fucks. Like it's crazy. Like I, I <laughs> fellas are out here wilding on the internet. You love to see it. Yeah, you don't love wild to out see too it. much. City boys are up. Yes, yeah, so no, don't no, no, no. Be safe out there. Be safe no out need, there. I was about to say, be safe and don't don't actually hurt nobody enough. Yeah, we're but, not encouraging you to do nothing vile or reckless here. We're not even encouraging you to do anything at all for that matter. We're just saying. But if you're gonna make me chuckle yeah. after you get curved, we can do that. Yeah, feel free. Feel free. <laughs> I'm not stopping you. I won't either. All right. All right. And you moving wrap on. Wrap it up with the last tweet. This has been the such final. a strong week. The final. I threw a curveball. I sent you what I was gonna make it, but then I found this one again. This shit. I knew this was too good. Uh, so this really is in a reply. Or it's a reply that got me. And this starts with the original tweet from at Devin McHale underscore. My son turns one this month with a heart emoji. This shit got one like, y'all. One like. Which prompted at Gresham2x to respond. Shit got one like. Don't nobody care about that baby. And that shit all. Mm, I, that is the, that's gym. so funny. Yeah, like who does that? Who responds to a parent of someone? Don't nobody care about your baby. Savage. This man needs Damn. to be locked up. 
but we're going to give you your credit here. So on the exclusive podcast for top four tweets of the week, <laughs> which in fairness at Gresham two X only got like one retweet. And I think like two likes. So like, Men's, well, nobody cares about lie. your ass either. Later down the road, I, I don't know if we could top this week with the tweets of the week. I they're gonna ask me, all the people, all the all the paparazzi, all the the media, the media. They're gonna be asking me, Grant. God Grant, damn, those writer. Who? What? What was y'all's best tweets of the week? I'm gonna I'm gonna refer them back to episode seven, and they can listen to this here podcast, and they can come find it. They can come digging for it. They're going to ask us for that old exclusive podcast, and we're just going to be like Drake. We're going to be like, I don't know what to do anymore. You guys want us to sing like Jamaicans? Like, what do you want us to do? I'll just send them a link to our Patreon. Exactly. That when doesn't that exist. If that when ever that happens. happens. Yeah. It will happen. Y'all just need to start sharing and liking and subscribing and whatnot. But that's for another – that's for later on. I don't know. I, uh, the people aren't ready for the level of exclusiveness – that would be on that yet so oh yeah but yeah no um exclusive you wait you wait all right so if you're not a wrestling fan you can leave now um or not you can stay and listen and be educated yeah you can you can learn some things today um but if you you're not interested the door is right there uh thanks for stopping by uh have a good one in on on monday yeah, no, but um, for those of you who do enjoy the old WWE's, like me and old, old Mims here, the old wrestling, not the new wrestling. We don't still watch that garbage, but back in the day, it it held a near and dear spot to me and Mims's heart. And today, we are going to do an exclusive five wrestling match basically so the idea of what this is is we're gonna do a draft it's my turn to pick uh first this week so i will start and basically what the objective is uh we're trying to formulate a team of five wrestlers and my team is out to beat mims's teams and yeah that's what we're doing here in an elimination style match like Survivor Series. So, like, you pin someone there out, it's five on four. Yeah, so that's, you can tag in and out. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the stipulation here. Yeah. So, with all that being said, I will take my first selection. And it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, the rattlesnake. I wish I could play his music, but glass breaking. Yeah, no. Uh, he we crushes bruise. He stunners everyone, bro. Like, no one is safe. He stunners women, old women. Doesn't matter how old. Children, nobody's safe. <laughs> he attacked Vince McMahon in a hospital. Like, this guy, he's ruthless. He's, he, he fears beat no him man. over the head with a fucking pan, dude. A bedpan. The greatest bedpan shot of all time. Yeah, no. Um... I think that's a pretty easy pick. I, I I like Stone Cold in any match against any man. Just flipping the bird and stunning everybody in sight while slamming beers. What's not yeah. like? I don't I don't think there's much to be like argued about. Like I, I think if anybody were to say, Oh, you really fumbled that first fucking pick in we uh episode seven. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You're lying to yourself. You know Stone Cold's badass, and you know he could beat just about anybody on 
any WWE roster there ever was. Except for my next pick. Cap. Uh, last I checked, Stone Cold Steve Austin is in a former two-time All-American wrestler and former UFC heavyweight champion, Brock Lesnar, as Paul Heyman would say. Yeah, no, none of that would matter, though, if Stone Cold has a chair. Brock Lesnar would just take him to Suplex City, son. So that pretty much takes me into my pick, though, as we go into Brock Lesnar, the number two overall pick, my number one pick in the exclusive five this week in my Survivor Series style uh, team. For all the series or things I just mentioned, he's an actual legit fighter. He can actually whoop ass. And he's a great wrestler. He'd be flinging people all over the fucking place. He's a legit athlete, and he's just awesome. Like, yeah, Brock Lesnar. Lock it. Book it. Terrible pick. Okay. Boo. No, I'm just playing. All right. Uh, my next pick is... Can't leave this guy on the board for any longer. Hated leaving him up there for one round, but couldn't take the risk of him snatching up Stone Cold here. So I'm taking Jeff Hardy. Wild. No, not at all. Jeff Hardy is, first of all, everybody's favorite wrestler. If you were born in like the early 2000s, like everybody loved Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy gave us the most exciting matches we've seen. He did the most reckless shit. He doesn't give a fuck about his body. He doesn't give a fuck about... He just wants to get put a show on for the people, and everybody loves that, and they would never line a match headlined by Jeff Hardy and Stone Cold Steve Austin on the same team to lose. They, what they would do is make a team lined by Brock Lesnar and whoever else you're about to pick lose. So... I think I already have a strong team here. Jeff Hardy, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. That's not even a fucking close. Uh, I don't know how you're saying that's wild of me. Uh, second overall. Oh, yeah. I can't let you have Jeff Hardy. I had him on my board, but he was, he was down there for sure. I had a few people ahead of him, quite a few. Well, t- tell me who you're going to take, and I'll tell you why Jeff Hardy was a better pick. Uh, with the fourth overall pick of the exclusive five of the week and my second team member. Uh, hold on. You keep you keep talking about – hold on. I got I to gotta make this. Right. I got you in a box. <laughs> no, because I know who I'm taking. I, there's just only way – only one way to really get him, introduce him, and I got to wait for this YouTube ad to go away so I can play his fucking music. I should have been ready for this. I didn't know you were going to throw me on the spot like that. Well, I, I will – well, we're ready. Hold on. All right. That's fine. That's fine. The Undertaker, baby. Give me that. I don't Rock know why. You, how are you, how, how you going to pair up uh, uh, the guy who had the Because the leg- only person who can beat The Undertaker is Brock Lesnar. And the only person who can beat Brock no, Lesnar this is, is The Undertaker. This is a WrestleMania. Doesn't matter. Brock yes, Lesnar literally... Do you realize Brock Lesnar in his career has lost to The Undertaker once in WWE? They've wrestled like seven times. Okay, that, that, that doesn't mean anything to me, Mims. Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. Dynamic duo. Give me that. Tombstone, Pile Driver, Choke Slam, The Last Ride, 
undefeated at WrestleMania. I don't know how you – your teammate chemistry is horrible. Oh, like Stone Horrible. How? Finish your sentence. What were you about to say? Stone Cold Steve Austin and Jeff Hardy are just best pals, aren't they? Oh, fuck yeah. They like to get hammered. What, what, what do you mean? They both like to get fucked up and wrestle people. Well, I got two guys that just like to whoop ass. All right. Well, Brock Lesnar took the one thing that The Undertaker could have left with, but now everybody's just going to remember that oh, Brock Lesnar beat him. Fuck exactly. that. Yeah, no. Terrible team. teammate chemistry. You're off to a horrible start. Hate to see in, it. In one man's opinion. All right. Well, my next pick is Shawn Michaels. It's a great pick. That was who I had queued up next. Uh, One of my uh, – I mean, I have a lot of favorite wrestlers, but Shawn Michaels is up there, man. I mean, he's the showstopper, the, the, the showstopper, the heartbreak kid, you know. Like, he's just – he's a legend. Been in these streets forever. I mean, he's just a he's a cla- I mean, he's a classic wrestler, and he's given us mi- many memorable moments. And yeah, Shawn Michaels, easy pick. It's a strong pick, and it kind of it kind of is tough that my next pick was going to be this man because Shawn Michaels actually retired this man, sadly. Oh, I, I know. Woo! Yeah, I was about to say everybody's favorite baby, Ric Flair. You kidding me? Rick Flair is just fucking Great awesome. Pick. I actually Can't have a Rick Flair that. autograph. I actually have a Rick Flair autograph. I was at Rick Flair's last match on Raw, like live in Columbia, South Carolina, before that WrestleMania. So that's something cool that I didn't realize was happening when I was like seven, or really realize how big that was. But that was um, I mean, you can't go wrong there with the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Lock it in. Excellent pick. You slipped up though. Oh really? Oh, yes. This was all part of my elaborate plan, Mims. You see, I wasn't going to share this information with you until the end, but now that you've let this man fall into my hands, I can share with you what I've done here. See, I started with some muscle and and, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, a psychopath. And we also got a high flyer and uh, just just an elusive guy in Jeff Hardy. And now I have one of the most iconic tag teams in all time because I'm taking Triple H. And now yeah. I have I have a simple degeneration on X on your ass, Mims. And now you're fucked. I have Brock Lesnar. No, Rick you, you, you can say whatever you want. The I Undertaker. Have, no, no, no. I no, you fucked up. I have degeneration X on you. And that's all I need to say. And yeah, that's my uh Triple H though. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time moved into the CEO side of things here and the shitty product they have out now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, once upon, yeah, once upon a time, he was one of the greats. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't say he was ever one of my favorite wrestlers, but I I never found myself. You can't tell the story of WWE without Triple H. Yeah. I mean, I didn't find myself like ever hating Triple H, if that makes any sense. And he did have a fire intro. So. Oh yeah, just spit. Easy pick all that though. Water. Degeneration X is on my team. Like I, I, I think I we can wrap it up right there. But you go ahead and make your next pick, pal. My next pick, the most electrifying man in WWE. Give me the Rock. You see, I wanted to take the Rock, but I can't pair him up with Stone Cold. Just wouldn't be right. I got the Rock, Brock, Undertaker, and Ric Flair. 
that's fantastic. We got a lot of muscle on that team. A lot of, a lot of, uh, and the dirtiest player in the game. I was about to say, you, you seem to take a liking into the, uh, the heels. Oh, I'm a big heels guy. (laughs) I see. (laughs) All right. Well, I have D generation X, Jeff Hardy. And Stone Cold Steve Austin. So. Well, we still got one more pick, baby. All right. And that was me definitely stalling to think about who I'm about to take here. <laughs> you didn't have it thought up. You just were four deep. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a thought. No, yeah, no, no, no. I expected the referees to come in and put a stop to it. Herb Dean was waiting in the corner. No. All right. I'm taking. This man's resting on his laurels. He's not even ready. No, no. I, I am ready. I just don't want to take this. I do want to take him. I'm taking Mick Foley. I almost picked him just now. I'm not even going to lie. It's between him or The Rock. The Rock was the better pick. I mean, I, I Mick Foley's the most extreme wrestler of all time. So now I have everything I need. I have the muscles in Steve Austin. I have the high flyer in Jeff Hardy, elusive. I have the fucking tag team, the fucking chemistry, the leaders, and and the muscle in Triple H, and the uh, everything in Shawn Michaels. And now I have fucking a a genuine psychopath. Psychopath, yeah, in Mick Foley. So. I think I have quite possibly the strongest team I could have assembled given the fact that you were going to take some guys away from me. Like I could have been a little stronger, but I think I win. Well, that leads me to my fifth pick, which gives me team chemistry and more muscle. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Not who I thought you were going to say. Who'd you think I was going to say? Batista. Batista, that would have been interesting, but I like Kane. The Brothers of Destruction there. Yeah, no, no, no. I like that. You have straight heels, Mims. I like that. I about to say, we're rocking. Well, besides The Undertaker, it's hard to call him a heel. Kane, The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. I mean, on that team, he's a heel. And Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. It's my team. You can't pull against my team, especially when Shawn Michaels and Triple H are D-Generation X. No, you can't pull against them. Can't do it. I don't know, man. Featuring Jeff Hardy, Stone Cold, and fucking Mick Foley? Nah. The crowd would be roaring for my team. But that's what you wanted. Well, I say, they can roar all they want as we choke slam you to hell. F5 you through tables. No. As you go all the way to rock bottom. No. Absolutely not. I, I I can't stand for that. I cannot. No, 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 no. I just don't see how. I mean, I, I, I think we got a, a, an exclusive five for the ages here, personally. That I mean, I do like your team. I'll give you that. I hope you like mine. Oh, I can respect everything about it. You had a few. Like I said, I, Shawn Michaels was my next pick. It was. I, that's why I had to get Ric Flair. I was like, I need someone to step it up with the legend department. The Undertaker as well. You didn't even see you didn't even see the DX generation coming, huh? No, no, I did. I figured. I didn't even have Triple H down because I figured you were going to take him. I have a few honorable mentions here. Uh, oh, we were doing honorable mentions. 
Well, I gotta can cut. I go first? If you, if I, I get one off, you get like as many as. Oh you no, I'm just, I'm just talking about like who I have like on my big board. That I have Edge. Edge. Yeah, I had him written down as well. I think Edge is my favorite wrestler of all time. I just want to put that out there. But for, for the sake of the exclusive five and the purpose of it, I could not take him. Yeah, the top person on my on my big board that didn't get taken was uh, Rikishi because I think it's fucking hilarious that he just shoves his ass in your face. Big Daddy V um, would have been a good one if you, that was the route you were looking for. Uh, yeah, R- Boogeyman. So much funnier. Shoving Boogie worms man. in motherfuckers' mouths. Well, I said, then I had Goldberg, Randy Orton, Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, and CM Punk. Rey Mysterio, Batista, uh, The Big Show. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any more huge names. John Cena. We never said him, but no one likes John Cena. John Cena would not fit on my team. I'll leave it at that. MVP. Montavious Porter. <laughs> Montel Montavious Porter. Mark Henry. The world's strongest man. Somebody go and get the ass kicked. <laughs> beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. It's a little violent there, Mr. Mark Henry. Don't you think so? But yeah, I feel like we're I feel like we're missing some important names here. Chris Jericho, I had him on my big board. I think I mentioned him. Yeah. Um. Then yeah, in that case, I think we're good. We're definitely forgetting some people, but it's fine. We love you all. Yeah, you made our childhood a lot better than it was. Hell yeah, better than the childhood would be now with the shitty ass wrestling they got going on, man. Yeah, facts. We were blessed. We grew up in the perfect time for that shit. Like over here, yeah. fucking Roman Reigns. No one like your ass. <laughs> no one. Literally, and no it was one. perfect because it turned shitty just as the time we 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 should have been getting out of it as a, you know, like teenagers. Yeah, right when you turn like 11, you're just like, that shit ain't real. I mean, there's more important things to fucking focus on, but it's football. Like, if I if I, if I I have free time and I'm going to be watching some television, I'm going to be watching some fucking some sports now. Come on. Some foosball. Some foosball, some round ball, some, some anything. Some fighting. Some golf. Shit. Some baseball. Seam. Uh, I guess we can call that seam ball. <laughs> Stick ball. Stick ball. Yeah, I like that better. Stick ball. Stick ball, seam ball. All right. Yeah. Yeah, y'all get the point. All right. Does that wrap it up for today? I think it does. All right. Well, we will be getting back to you all Monday. We usually record Sunday night and they release Monday. So probably be recording during the Monday night game. May, uh, give or take, give or take. I am moving this weekend, though. This is true. This is true. So, yeah. I mean, we'll probably, I mean, you're moving in with here, so it'll be fucking easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll but just yeah, see how everything goes. What's going to happen. But uh, if you're here rocking with us, thanks for listening. Obviously. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So if, you've, if you've made it this far, man, 
we appreciate you. For sure, for sure. Also, you need to like, follow, share our socials at the exclusive pod YT. The more yep. interaction we get, the more we can yeah make it a better product so if it's you got any feedback us. constructive you. that's what i'm saying i mean it's for both of us so if you <laughs> want to help us help you help us yeah then you send us you know you follow us you might be able to send us a little dm we could talk about some things and we can hash these things out you know add some new segments change some things i mean we're not going to change everything fucking for y'all don't get me wrong this is our our podcast but if you yeah. want us to talk about some different things or you know talk about anything else ideas yeah give us give us you know give us some ideas hell also if you, you even want to come on the show maybe argue some takes with us yeah perhaps perhaps we might that will have to go over our uh secretary and our executive team here that at the offices but and by um, that we mean us yeah it's at the offices yeah yeah but if you clear through all the requirements or waivers you're not a moron and you can make good conversation yeah we might have y'all yeah man even if it's for a little bit you don't want to talk the whole episode yeah fine. no but, uh, yeah Wouldn't expect such a thing yeah no not everybody can rant for an hour and a half or two hours like us granted i don't, I don't expect anybody to give me that much of their time you know Oh, yeah. And it, but, it, it, exactly what, why I'm so appreciative of you all who have made it this far. I couldn't, couldn't be more thankful. Exactly. So like yeah. I said, just like and follow our socials at the exclusive pod YT on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks for listening again. And uh, yeah, till next time. Goodbye, everybody. Later. That's the pie. You stopped the recording? No. Oh, you're a jackass. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>